The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known. It won't be long. Your life will pass by as a vapor, and you will stand before the judgment seat of God. And every secret deed and thought, every wrinkle, every spot will be in view. Before the one who knows all things, the Lord of Lord and King of Kings, you know the one you never knew. While you have breath, you have a choice to make in life. Turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him from the judgment that's to come He is the shelter from the coming storm All creation shakes at the mention of his name He has power over life and death Every knee will bow and tongue confess Heaven and earth will proclaim That Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory of the Father Will you bow, will you surrender To His majesty He can save you from the might of all your sin the fight in which he stands in perfect victory while you have breath you have a choice to make in life turn away from your sin and believe on the risen Christ You can find peace in Him From the judgment that's to come He is a shelter from the coming storm While you have breath, 
Today is a day of prayer on Pilgrim's Progress. You're welcome to call and pray live as the Holy Spirit moves in your heart and calls you. Humble your heart before him. To trust him. To obey him. To be devoted to prayer. To have your whole life devoted to prayer. Call 877-534-0780. Again, that number, 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call now. And pray. Lord, I know that all things are in your hands. I know that I am not to come and pray for what I want. I'm to come and pray for what you want. And I come asking that your will be done in Washington, D.C., and across this nation in every place where they listen and pray, I'm asking that your will would be done, even as it's done in heaven. Lord, I don't ask you to do anything at my will. I ask you to do only what is your will. For you are the Lord of the harvest. And I know that the harvest will only take place in this nation as you move by your Spirit. I know we are a nation evil before you, deserving of no blessing. I know we are a nation evil before you who has soaked the the ground of our nation in blood, the blood of infants the blood of men and women and children. We have walked and are walking in every evil, every evil thing. All I can do is come and say, Lord, surely you have a remnant of people in this nation that you desire to bring into fellowship with yourself. 
a people who will turn aside from the wickedness of this day, who will separate themselves unto you, who will come and pray, who will turn aside from the foolishness of our culture, and who will seek the culture of heaven, who will cry out, who will pray. For I have experienced time after time the power of your moving hand to change what's happening in the physical realm. So I come with absolute faith and absolute trust, knowing that you are the source of every good gift and that every good gift comes down from heaven, from you, the Father of lights, as James said. So, Lord, I come today asking for revival in this nation to save a remnant of people before the judgments of destruction are poured out upon this nation, which we so richly deserve. Lord Jesus, would you come? And would you have your way? And would you establish a remnant of holy people out of the wicked apostate church today in America who is filled with self-serving idolatry. Lord, I can't come and pretend that all is well, for all is not well in America. So I come beseeching you today Would you come and have your way, Jesus? And would you save your people? Would you you call to repentance your people? Come, Lord Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. You're welcome to call and pray. We are at such a a deadly, serious time when banks are beginning to collapse in our nation, where people are trying to get money out of their 401ks from Vanguard, and they can't get the money out. Many of you have trusted Vanguard with your 401k, and they're not releasing monies, even for emergencies. We see the banks beginning to fail. And this is just the beginning. We have hanging over our heads the threat of nuclear war, annihilation, cities wiped out. We stand watching as our president and those corrupt in power, push our nation into war. They are sinning grossly against the Lord God of heaven 
and judgment will be the result. And people will die because of their foolish decisions. Those of you who voted for this administration that is currently in power, may I say it plainly to you? You are guilty before God for what they are doing, and you need to repent. You need to turn aside from foolish political loyalties and reestablish your loyalty with Jesus Christ alone. He is God of heaven and earth, and he alone rules. The Democrats don't rule. The Republicans don't rule. Jesus rules. And he will, he will bring judgment upon this nation. He's already begun with the weather, with the floods that are going to come now in California. We're going to see incredible devastation in this land. Any idea that you had that life is going to once more become normal is a foolish illusion, or should I say delusion. So today is a time to pray. Will you pray? 877-534-0780. I'm going to share a portion from a book, G.C. Bevington, on remarkable miracles. I want to read a portion to encourage you in your prayer. Brother Guy Bevington ministered in the southern part of America, Ohio, Kentucky. He ministered in the 1920s. He was a traveling holiness preacher evangelist. He was holding a meeting in Ohio, and when that meeting was almost finished, he received an invitation to another place in Ohio to hold a meeting in a church, actually in a, in a school building. When he had completed the meeting he was currently holding, he could not simply go to the new invitation. Instead, he went to the woods where he would go often and there settle whether God was calling him to this new place. It was late in the fall. It was quite chilly. So he found a hollowed-out log, a big tree. And he said, God met me there, and he told me to go. So I went. I had preached three nights when I was abruptly notified I could not preach any more in that schoolhouse. Knowing that God had told me to come again, I went to the woods and I found another large hollow log. I lay there 
for five days. And then came a puzzling circumstance. I began to get hungry, a sign that I usually understood to mean that my fasting and prayer was over. Yet I knew I yet did not have the victory I was seeking. A decision had to be made, and in short order. I chose to remain there praying until I heard my answer from heaven or died right there inside that log. Just a note about Pastor Ray. I have done the same thing. Where I said, Lord, I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to pray, and I'm not going to leave. And if I die, I will die here, waiting upon you. And the Lord, after many days, answered and gave me very specific direction about what he wanted me to do. And I obeyed. It is my custom, as it was Bevington's, to simply go and pray and wait on him until I have a clear answer, and not to move until that answer comes. Right now I am praying constantly about public meetings and where I should hold them. I will not venture to do that until I hear directly from heaven Go here, say this, do that. I will not venture out on my own. I'm not in charge of my life. God is in charge of me. What I'm saying to you is what I'm sharing and reading to you, I know to be true because it is how I operate. My hunger, he writes, kept increasing. I felt weaker and weaker. These had generally been the evidence that a fast was either called off by God or I had gotten through. I bring up this point to caution the reader that there is a danger in getting in a rut, for God works entirely apart from ruts. About 24 hours after I began telling the Lord that I was very hungry, but not yet satisfied, I was six days into my watch. My log was somewhat smaller than I generally hold up in, so I was a bit cramped, and I occasionally stretched as best I could by extending my arms over my head. As I stretched this time, I touched something with my hand. I gathered up several small objects in my hands and found I was holding six acorns. I'd never been fond of acorns, but I felt impressed to eat these. And oh, these acorns tasted wonderful. They were fresh. I could not imagine how they had gotten into that log. Also, I wondered how long they'd been there since I had not felt them any of the other times I'd stretched out my hands. I asked God those questions and waited for his answer. 
after eating those six acorns, I felt refreshed. After laying there in prayer all night, I found six more acorns when I stretched out my hand the next morning. I carefully felled as far as I could, but found only the six of them. I found six fresh acorns in that hollow log three times a day for the next four days. The acorns appeared right on schedule until I had finally prayed the matter through, ten days in all. I want to stop again. Does ten days to pray seem a hardship to you? I have prayed much longer than that, waiting on God for my answer. And then I have seen God move in great power to provide finances and to give very specific directions on where to go and what to do. Some of you say, God has never spoken to me. The reason is, you either have real sin in your heart, like Simon Magus, or you have not been willing to take the time to pray through day after day until you get a very clear answer. Now, right now, I'm not able to pray through day after day because he's commanded me to do this broadcast. And so I do the broadcast, but I also spend a great deal of time in prayer. I continue reading. As the appearance of those acorns was still quite a curiosity to me, on the last day of my watch, I crawled from the log and left my shoes at the entrance as a pretense that I was still inside. I moved some distance away to a hollow tree and concealed myself in it. Within a short while, six large gray squirrels appeared. Each one jumped up on that log and dropped his acorn down a knot hole and then disappeared back into the underbrush. Oh, my wonderful, wonderful God. Thou hast been feeding me through those six squirrels. I wept for joy to realize he was so mindful of me that he had those small animals faithfully toiling right on schedule each day to meet my hunger. I cried out in delight. Elijah isn't the only one who was fed by your animals. Father, I was once again humbled by my amazing relationship with this mighty God, I have wished so many times that I could always live feeding and feeling as humble as I have felt at times like this. I felt that way this morning. I've been praying for offering, a large offering to come in to help us pay for this month's radio. And this morning, I went to the computer to say, Lord, have you answered my prayer? 
and there was an offering from a faithful listener to this broadcast from the state of California. She had sent $800, a direct answer to my prayer. All I could do is lift my voice in praise and thanksgiving and humble my heart before Almighty God with tears, for he had answered my prayer. I thank God for his kindness and his mercy. He writes, I crawled back into my log, and after another few hours, I looked out and saw several men and women down praying just outside of the schoolhouse, the schoolhouse I'd been put out of ten days earlier. They didn't know I was nearby, so I started down the hill toward them. The man who had put me out of his house and the schoolhouse looked up and saw me and began to rush toward me. He was bareheaded and looked completely wild-eyed and reckless. I was not sure what his intentions were, but I held steady in faith, the faith that was in order. As we met, he shouted, Oh, brother, please, please pray for us. I'm so glad to see you. Pray for us. I've been in hell for these past ten days. So we knelt down right there, and he prayed as earnestly as I've ever heard any man pray. We stayed on our knees pleading his case for the next two hours. He finally prayed through in fine shape and then begged me to come back into his home, again promising to open the schoolhouse back up that very night. So the meetings resumed, and we had a blessed time there for the next three weeks, and many sought and found God, all because I'd stayed in that hollow log in spite of the confusing aspects of my intense hunger. Oh, how I wish that people were not so ready to give up so quickly. They're too willing to fold up and give in to whatever Satan says. That man allowed Satan to drive me out of his home and then out of the schoolhouse. If I had done as many easily would have, given up and gone off to more inviting places, where would those souls have landed? I'm pretty well convinced that a large portion of our troubles, a large portion of our sicknesses come upon us because we allow Satan to put them there. For instance, when our Wednesday night meetings come, Satan knows that all he has to do is afflict us a little. He also knows that there are only a few who will not allow him the room to do this. He deals out his aches and pains in abundant quantities so that any who will allow him to do so, they will have an excuse to stay at home. We have a caller. Let's take that caller now. Welcome. Please pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are on the throne and that you are God and that you watch over us. Lord, America has sinned greatly. And because I'm a part of America, I have sinned also. And Lord, as Daniel prayed, 
I and my people have sinned. Lord, America, it deserves judgment. And we know that your judgment is coming on America, and it's already here. We're seeing signs of it. And as we grow deeper and deeper into uh, our wickedness, your your anger is, is fierce against us. And Lord, you destroyed in the Old Testament people's lives who were sinners. They were Canaanites, and they didn't believe and trust in you. And you, in your anger and your justice, had to calm and subside your anger by destroying Jericho, destroying Ai. The countries, Lord, the towns, the cities that were in Israel that did not know you. And so, Father, your judgment is going to come on America the way it came on Israel. And we know that because your word tells us so. And I thank you, Father, for your word. And, Lord, I'm praying and asking today that you will refine me and refine your church. Take people from the church, Lord, that you have called to be yours. Yes. We are your children, and I pray, Father, that you will shave us down. You will reduce us, O Lord, and help us, O Father, to allow you to go deep down into our hearts and our lives so that we will obey your commands, that we will love you the way we ought to love you and obey your word. Father, I want to progress in you. And I pray, Father, that you'll progress your children. You're coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And so I pray, Father, that we will be able to stand. Father, that we will have strength and courage. And, Father, I pray that you will forgive us for our hypocrisy. Forgive me when I have not done what you have asked me to do. Or I have failed in many ways. But Lord, it's not in my heart to grieve you. I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. And I don't want your people to grieve uh, you either. So I pray, Lord, that you will raise up an army in these last days to stand, to stand strong. Lord, um, I don't know how... uh, I ought to live sometimes, and I often will say or do things that are just on the spur of the moment or on the top of my head, and out comes something that is unholy and unrighteous. Lord, I don't want to be this way. I want you to fill me. Fill me with yourself. Fill me up, Lord, and take out all of the wickedness and darkness in me. Father, that you would fortify my spirit, body, and soul to be like you, and that I would love you with all my heart and soul. Father, that I would love others the way you have commanded us to love, that we would stand fortified and strong. Lord, we need, we know that spiritual darkness is coming stronger and stronger upon the world. But Father, you said when the enemy comes in like a flood, you would raise up a standard. And I pray that I will be that standard. Not only I, but your people. You have a remnant. You have people that you have called to stand. And I pray, Father, that you will help pull 
us to be strong on the solid rock that we would we would pull up people that we come in contact with and father that we'd be that bright shining light and father that others would see Jesus in us I pray for spiritual discernment that we would be wise and noble of character Lord father that you would strengthen your your children help us to buckle up and to hold on because the flood is coming. Hard times are coming and we need to buckle up and we need to have strength and be strong. So I'm praying for spiritual fortitude and yes. and I want spiritual excellence. Lord, I don't want to be guilty of a sin in my life or grieving you in any way. So I pray, Father, that you will strengthen me to and not only myself, but strengthen, strengthen the church, Lord, to be a great and mighty uh, warrior for you in these last days. Lord, you promised that you would uh, bring about that. And so we're believing it and trusting it and standing on your word, Lord, that um, everything will pan out the way you want it to, not the way we think it's going to but, Father, how you uh, want us to be. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for loving us and for your patience with us and for growing us up. And um, I pray, Father, that your will will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Okay, our telephone is 877-534. Zero seven eight zero. We have another caller. Let's take that caller now. Welcome. Please pray. Lord, thank you for working in us. We have no goodness of our own. It's only you that can fully set us free. And I pray that you lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I pray this for all of us that have been born again, that are your children, that we want to follow you. I pray that you fully cleanse us from all sin. Thank, thank you so much for leading us by your spirit. Uh, we are nothing without you. And I pray for the last, please bring conviction. Please move in our churches and lead many to you because there are many that are separated from you. They don't realize it. Separated from you because of sin. And I pray that you show their condition. Uh, lead them to the truth, because it is your grace that teaches us righteousness, as, as your word says, that it is your grace that brings salvation and that teaches us righteousness and to leave ungodliness. And I pray that that would be known to many people, that it is not to be taken advantage of. We are not meant to take advantage of your grace. Yes. Please uh, make yourself known in in a powerful way that, that many people would truly turn to you and be saved. Pray this in, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you today. Okay, our phone number is 877-534-0740. Please call, pray. 
I know God wants us to get to the place in our prayer life where we will believe Exodus fifteen twenty six. That promise is, I am the Lord that healeth thee. The Lord wants us to take a very firm stand against Satan's bold attacks, the physical attacks, the spiritual attacks, the emotional attacks. He wants us to take a very bold stand against the devil. I know I have often had to fight the devil face to face. I know you cannot deal with the devil at a distance. He's too great a swordsman. You have to deal with it in prayer. And you have to do it for as long as it takes until he answers. And sometimes it takes days or weeks, months or years. I've been praying for honest, true, faithful revival from the time I was a boy when he showed me in vision revival. And I've been praying for it. Almost 70 years. I know it's coming. He told me it would come in the latter part of my life, and I'm in that latter part of my life. I know I will not live that much longer. But I'm expecting an answer from heaven. And I praise his name. He wants us to stand on on the rights that were purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ, to stand on the promises, to not waver, but to boldly, boldly face the devil and say, you have no right here, back out. This belongs to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. And he is answering my cry. So would you like to pray? You're welcome to pray at 877-534-0780. Lord, I come praying today, crying out for your mercy, your kindness to be demonstrated for your church, for your people who have gone astray. led by pastors who've gone astray. Lord, I pray today that you will come in power, bringing conviction and change and righteousness, forgiveness of sin. For we are blood-bought, and by your blood we win the victory as we plead your promises before you. Today I come pleading your promise. You said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Lord, we need your healing, both physically, mentally, spiritually. We cast out all 
deception. We cast out all depression, all discouragement, all bitterness, all anger. We cast out in the name of Jesus those things that would bind us and prevent us from praying. Lord, come. Come quickly. We need you. We're dying as a church in America. There will soon be no church if you don't come and move in great power on our behalf and deliver us from these demons that come to rip and tear at our lives and our churches, our minds. Lord, please come. I know you will. I stand by faith on your word. For you are always faithful to your word. Your promises are yes and amen. So, Lord, I'm asking for the poured out power and presence of your Holy Spirit to gather the remnant of your people to prepare them for your coming in glory. For I know you are soon coming. I look every day, Lord, for your coming. And quickly, Lord Jesus, save your people. Pray in your holy name. Amen. Do we have any calls coming in, Mr. Producer? Yes, sir. Okay, the lines are wide open. We're waiting for you. 877-534-0780. 0780. Lord, you've taught me that the measure of a man or a woman of God is that they can pray and then see the physical realm changed because they prayed. To see you answer from heaven. Lord, most Christians in America cannot move your heart They cannot touch your throne because they're playing with the devil. I'm asking, Lord, that you would raise up a people who can pray and that you will answer. I'm asking that you would raise up a people of prayer and devotion who will give their hearts and their lives and their time to pray to seek your face, to hear your answer. Lord, come quickly. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Okay, we have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Most gracious, merciful, Heavenly Father, we humbly and faithfully come before you In the name of your precious son, Jesus Christ, Father God, I thank you for giving all of us the honor and the privilege. It's a privilege, dear Lord, to be able to pray and to communicate with you and to believe by faith that you hear our prayers. Yes. Lord God, I pray that the truth of your word will continue to go forth throughout this entire world, that many hearts will be transformed many souls saved. Father God, 
I pray for the government, the White House. I pray that you would transform hearts, Father God. I pray that your will will be done. I pray that you will bring forth transformation in every government, every nation will be transformed by the, by the power of your love. Father God, I pray for the body of Jesus Christ, Father God. Many of us, many of us, dear Lord, is having a form of godliness, but our heart is far from you, dear Lord. Yes. Help us to recognize that you want our heart. It's a heart thing, dear Lord. I pray that you would draw us unto yourself by the power of your holy and precious word. May the truth of your word, Father God, sink, sink down deep in our hearts. Yes. Transform our minds. For as it is written in your word, your word is sharper than any two-edged sword and is powerful. Father God, give us the grace to, to embrace your truth. Turn us around, Father God. Transform us to be the loving servants of Jesus Christ that you would have us to be, dear Lord. Yes. Give us the power from heaven above to stop playing with you, dear Lord, but to take the truth of your word seriously, to take our Christian walk seriously, dear Lord. Give us the power from heaven above to be instruments of love. Yes. Remove all forms of prejudice, yes. prejudice and bigotry, dear Lord. Give us a mind of Christ. For as it is written in your word, perfect love casts out all fear. Father in heaven, give us the grace and the power from heaven above to walk faithfully in the light of your dear son, Jesus Christ. Give us the power from heaven above to faithfully and sincerely love one another. No matter what color we are, Father God, we are yes. all brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. Give us the power from heaven above to immerse, to immerse ourselves in thy truth. That's where the change comes from, is the power of your word. Give us the grace to feed upon your word every day. Study thyself approved. Help us, Father God, to study your truth every day, and that we will be molded and shaped to be loving servants of the living Lord Jesus Christ each and every day. Yes that you give us upon this earth, Father God. And I pray that you, Father God, will be first in our lives. For you are a jealous God, and help us to realize that you need to be first in our lives. If we expect to be prosperous or to live victorious lives, to live fruitful lives, it's imperative that you be first in our hearts. Give yes. us the grace to surrender our hearts totally to you. Yes. These things I ask in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with thanksgiving in my heart forever and ever, let us all say amen. 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 God bless you, brother. Thank you. You're welcome. 877-534-0780. That's the number to call. The lines are all wide open, and you're welcome to join in a prayer meeting, a public prayer meeting, where we have the right, the privilege, to cry out to God as he would call us. 
534-0780. Lord, I ask that you would move in power over this listening congregation. I pray that you would call your people to prayer, that we would hear and understand how to pray and what to pray. For you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and it is your will that matters. And I'm asking today that your will would be done in this listening congregation, even as your will is done in heaven. That you would send forth your Holy Spirit to every person who will listen to this broadcast. That you will call to honest and sincere prayer that we would not pray a formal, empty prayer, but we would open our heart to you and that you would rule over us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, we have five minutes left. I'm happy to give that to you to pray. Is there one more person who would like to call and pray? The Holy Spirit's been prompting you. Now's the time. Quickly dial 877-534-0780. I want to thank each one of you who has been convicted by the Spirit to support this work of the gospel. Thank you. I'd love to hear from you. Please write to me at National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. That's National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley from the National Prayer Chapel. Thank you for each one of you who prayed today. You can go to our our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. You'll see lots of changes there. Brother Ed Pugh has been working all week on these changes. Go and check it out. You're welcome to come on Sunday and worship with the National Prayer Chapel. You can find that information also on where and when at nationalprayerchapel.com, nationalprayerchapel.com. Lord, I come asking for your will to be done in every person's life as they have listened today I ask that you will call everyone who has listened to pray, to get on their face before you in the privacy of their own bedroom and cry out to you and know that they will be heard. Lord, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We trust you and we love you. 
And we ask for a new revelation of the cross. Two minutes. And a new revelation of what you desire for us. We ask for conviction of heart and the beginning of a a time of revival, of repentance in this nation. Lord, I know great difficulty is just around the corner because I see in the news the banks are failing. Lord, I see in the news the threat of war in America on American soil. I see the wickedness of our government. Ask, Lord, that you would come and you would teach us how to pray. Teach us what to pray about. Teach us, Lord, how to be in accord with your will. I pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Well, we're out of time for today. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I pray the blessing of God will be with you as you seek his face, as you pray, as you earnestly desire his presence. God bless you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory.